you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players by the players. Here is your host, 14-year NFL veteran and Hall of Famer, Aeneas Williams. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast. I'm Aeneas Williams. Today we are talking special teams. That's right, special teams with a bunch of kickers. That's right, man. I can't think of how many games I had to wait for the kicker to go out and make the field goal so we can win. So I really appreciate uh, you guys being with me. So we have three NFL legends who will shed some light on the NFL's most misunderstood athletes. Let me underline athletes in here. Now we're talking. Yeah, now we're talking. Very yeah. nice of you. Yeah. We have two punters, guys that made a living with their legs up. How about that? And a place kicker with us today. First, one of the few men to ever average 50 yards a punt during a season, former Raider, and Texan Shane Leckler. Then we have Josh Scobie, who played most of his career with the Jaguars and is one of the few kickers to have ever been hit with a franchise tag by his team. And lastly, we have former coach punter Pat McAfee, who was also one of the funniest men in football. Yikes. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks, man. I want to start by talking about some of the things you guys are doing right now as legends. Let's first just talk about life. What do kickers do when they finish? Josh. Well, with me, uh, I mean, my number one thing is family. You know, I'm married, have two young boys, so that that's, takes up 100% of my time. 
I play way too much golf, as kickers and punters typically do. And pitchers. And pitchers. Right. You get a lot of free time as those specialists, so a lot of time spent on things other than your, your actual craft. Pat? I make dumb stuff on the internet, and uh, that is literally how Explain. I Explain. That's really what I do. I, there's no real uh, further explanation. I have an internet-based company. I make content. I make videos. I make podcasts. My friends and I wake up, go into a little bit of a think tank that has a basketball court in it, a green screen, a couple studios, and we just make dumb stuff for the internet on a daily basis. Every once in a while, I'll kick a ball, FaceTime a legend like Shane Leckler, and just live my life every single day, brother. Is that something you, you thought about doing while you were playing? Yeah, whenever I was playing, I started the Twitter. Uh, right. I started doing the Twitter, and I started having a little bit of success there it on the Twitter. It sounds funny when he says, I start doing the Twitter, right? Yeah. yeah, I was on MySpace for a little bit, uh, poked some people on Facebook, but Twitter was really where I found my legs. And I started tweeting, people started having a good time with me, started doing stand-up comedy, started selling tickets, renting theaters, doing that whole thing, and it's just... Uh, a kind of easy transition into the internet, which is kind of the wild, wild west right now, to kind of make content and do whatever the hell sure. you want to do. Now, Shane, uh, 18 years, is that what they say? 18. Forever. For, forever? <laughs> one year out? Yes. So if they're playing 18, what's it like this one year out? You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like I went out on my own terms, you know? I was released, so, you know, that kind of whole situation was, uh, was kind of weird. It was kind of like, I mean, all you guys have been in the playoffs, so you know when you lose that playoff game, you're not expected to lose, and the next day you clean your locker out. Right. It just ends, and then that's kind of how that situation was. It just ended, but I was at the very end of my career. I was only going to play that season. That was going to be the last one, mm -hmm. but since then, it's been, it's been awesome, man. I, I finally get to, you know, be a lot more active with the kids at home and, and wife, and then, you know, I'll go work with some high school guys every now and then if they call. You know, and I coach both of the girls' softball teams, so I'm busy every day. Hold up, a football player slash punter, former punter, legend, coaching softball. Softball. Yep. Is that right? That's right. I got a flight in the morning at 5 o'clock to land in Houston at 7 to coach a game at 8 o'clock <laughs> tomorrow morning. And we're going to win, too. Hey, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to win, win too. Hey. Are you doing content right now? Right now? Yeah. Yeah, everything is gone. But it's win? Uh, well, I think if, if he would send me the highlights over, we'd love to put a little piece together for that. And Shane was being a little modest. Yes. With, you know, with how he, his career ended and all that. I mean, he's going to go down as the best punter of all time. Wow. Without a doubt. I mean, wow. Pat was one of the best when he played. Right. And I'm, I'm sure we can agree on that, who the best kicker of all time was and who the best punter of all time was. So, all jokes aside... Seriously, appreciate you guys. I always jokingly say, you guys can go, uh, the kickers can go do what they want while we practice in defense and offensive uh, uh, team drills. Long as when the kick needs to be made or the punt needs to be put in uh, under uh, in 20 yards, close to the end zone, uh, goal line, or just a, a long punt so we can get a good field position, right? So I appreciate you guys' position. What about in the community, Shane? Um, you know, as far as that goes, I try to, you know, I, I'll do whatever is really, you know, asked of me if, um, you know, especially we just had, well, the hurricane, you know, two years ago. So we did a lot with that. And I also have, um, I have a house down in Rockport, Texas, where the eye actually went. So oh, wow. we've done, you know, we've done quite a bit with that community too. That, that place is, I was just down there for Easter. It's bouncing back pretty good. The other thing I, I noticed, you got a little size on you. So usually, yeah, you got some size. I was a little leaner about yeah, a year you're ago. A, you're a former quarterback as well? Yes, I was. I went to A&M as a quarterback. 
And uh, you went there as a quarterback. As a quarterback, yeah. huh? Fire that. I didn't even punt boy. until I redshirted and then started punting the next year because the guy left or he graduated. And I was like, well, I could do what he was doing. So. Well, I assume as a, a kid you participated in punt, pass, and kick. Is that I why? didn't. I never did that. You know, I don't know. I was. I went to a very small town. Okay. I mean, my graduating class is only 51 people. In Texas? Yes. I went to a East Bernard High School farming community, tiny, tiny, tiny town. Gotcha. It only. Yeah. It still to this day has one light and it only flashes red. It doesn't even turn green or yellow. That's so. That's negative, to... by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Red like never that. turns green. That's... I didn't know that you were from a tiny little town. Like oh that. yeah. I thought you were small town. Houston area. I mean, I'm from Texas, too. I mean, You're a Texas guy as yeah. well? And my school, I thought was small, but we had a ton of people there. Yeah, we were class Not 2A. 51. Well, oh, okay. 2A high school. How do you get to 1A? If you have 51 people go, there's yeah, I mean, 1A. There's 10 people. It's not even possible. 10 people in the school, edge. right? Yeah. <laughs> Pat, real quick, what about football? How do you, now that you, you're finished, you're a legend, do you stay connected with football? I try my best to. Uh, I get a chance to watch every single week. I've started a little something, a little video series on the internet called For the Brand. Uh, which has been magical for me. I get a chance to highlight the great work of the legends that are still in the league right now, bombing footballs, and hopefully I'll get a chance to broadcast some games and chit-chat on a microphone for it. But I was an NFL fan di uh, growing up from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's a football town, so mm -hmm. I still runs through my blood. I just get a chance to watch it a little bit and have a good time. Awesome. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Stay I mean, connected I'm, to the game? Yeah, I'm still connected. You know, I, I work with the Jaguars now and on the okay. business side of it. And uh, I'm a part of their uh, former player department, and we do a lot of stuff on game days, whether it's signing autographs before the game, going up and visiting uh, suite holders and season ticket holders, and just staying connected like that. And you know, working with the kicker, punter, and snapper there, and you know, just staying close with the team because I was there for 11 years, and you know, it's something that I'm, I'm passionate about with that organization. Mm. Yeah, I had a chance to meet uh, Mr. Shot, Shot Khan. Seemed like he really is into that organization, then bringing back Coach Coughlin. Yep, he's a businessman. Correct, yes. Yeah, he treats it as a business, and he, he wants to see it grow like his business grew and, and made him a multi-billionaire. So the question we talked earlier before we start recording about why so many kickers and punters and uh, pitchers, kickers and punters, play so much golf, what's, what's the deal with that? Well, number one, I think it's the amount of time off we have. Okay, I so mean, time. way too much time off. Okay. That's for sure. And a lot of the physical and mental attributes just go together. Taking one kick at a time, one shot at a time, being able to focus on one thing at a time, not worrying about what happened in the past and worry about what the next shot's going to be, the next kick is going to be, the next hold is going to be, that type of thing. Yeah. What about you, Shane? Did you play golf? Yes, I did. I played in, in you know, I played it early in my career before kids. That okay. was a little bit easier to do <laughs> and kids. easier to uh, get that hall pass. But um, yeah, I mean, it's I, I agree with that. I, I mean, I wouldn't say we have too much time off. I always ask for a little more every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he's right. You know, uh, me and Janikowski played golf, man, probably three days a week early really? in my career. Uh -huh. And um, but. You know, it does have a lot of, of the mental stuff is a, is a lot Interesting, yeah. the same. Um, because, I mean, I know like, like these guys, uh, we don't get, when you're out there on the football field, you don't get a mulligan. You get wow. one shot and you better wow. succeed or, you know, or get ready to start competing against somebody else that's about to come in and try to take your job. So when you get one shot, one opportunity, that kind of, you know, puts you into wow. the, um, 
realm of like the mental stuff of the golf game. I think also um, with Shane saying there's no mulligan, I grew up playing a lot of soccer, mm -hmm. right? So that was kind of my go. And if you had like a bad day, whether it was with your touch or anything like that, you could put effort in, right? So you can out-effort somebody. And in football, uh, if you're not reading things right, at least you can run full speed. You can do that. With punting and kicking, if you're not having a good day, you can't out-effort anything. And in golf, if you're not having a, if you're not having a good day, you can't out-effort that. It's a very much a mental thing. Right. That's why whenever people say football or kickers and punters aren't football players, like I can understand where you're coming from there because mentally we have much more of a mindset of a specialist, a golfer, right. a baseball player player something along those lines but I think that type of thing is very common with those two I suck at golf I am going to say that <laughs> I, I don't have the patience to sit out there for 45 hours and uh -huh. play I don't know how anybody 40. does it it's a long day I don't know how anybody it does is. it I, I am a speed golfer but the two correlate very very closely Shane what's the biggest misconception about kickers and punters it is it has definitely changed because I know for some reason even when I was in Oakland forever I was best friends with like the offense linemen. They seemed to come after games. They'd all come to my house. We hang out, you know. And then when I got to Houston, it was the same way. I think the biggest misconception is we're not so isolated as people put out there. Mm -hmm. um, I know whenever I was in Oakland early in my career, I would run the scout team quarterback for to give the look team to the defense, gotcha. you know. And I and I was involved in a lot of stuff, not because I had to. It was just because I wasn't going to go to another field and be labeled that guy. I wanted to be part of the game gotcha. and part of the team and mm -hmm. be a teammate. And, and I wouldn't say be part of the grind because that's not, I mean, there is a separation in that part from us. Right. But uh, just be part of, you know, the group, the guys. I think that practice thing, I was very lucky to be a part of that as well. Jim Caldwell, who is the head coach uh, directly after Tony Dungy, Hunter Smith, also an athlete, was the punter for the Colts for 11 years. Mm -hmm. And he used to play quarterback for the defense. So whenever I got there, they kind of asked me if I wanted to do it. I was like, absolutely. And I'm running scout team quarterback yeah. as a rookie out there. That type of stuff, though, is what yeah. endears you to your teammates, though. It's like making a huge kick for your team. Like, that's the stuff that now as we've come along as a society, I think that's how you become a tighter team and a tighter yeah. group, and that's a big deal. And another question, where just as you guys have talked about already, specialists have one thing in common, that's you, you don't get a mulligan. So that pressure that now, that golf shot, now that, that kick or that punt, that's the moment. Shane, how did you handle that pressure? Um... You know, I always had like, you know, the same simple routine on what I said to myself every time. And it may sound stupid, but I always said, catch the ball, watch it hit your foot. No matter where I was or what game it was, that's the only two things I told myself. Because when I struggled is when I can't remember where the laces were when it hit my foot. Now, if I can, if I can, if I watch that ball all the way down, if it's a bad drop or not, like Pat, you know, we've all got away with bad drops. But if you're an athlete, you can either cut it or save whatever it. you need to, you can save it. Yeah. But if you can't see where it's going, you can't save it. But sometimes you'll start struggling, and then that's the reason. You're not actually seeing it hit the foot. So that, I handled every one of them the same way, you know. Catch the ball, watch it hit your foot. That's it. Just kept it as simple as I could. And isn't that with golf, too? You got yeah, to keep your eye on that ball yeah. until you hit it? Essentially, yeah. You, you have to have a conscious memory of what has happened. Like the, the times where I remember not hitting a good kick, missing a field goal, hitting a bad kickoff or whatever, I get back to the sideline and I, I can't remember exactly what happened. Yep. Like I can't remember my ball hitting the foot 
or having this conscious thought gotcha. of exactly what I should have been doing. Gotcha. And it's great as an athlete. Sometimes you go unconscious and right. and you you just kind of go blind and you can do whatever you want and everything works. But the best that I played was when I had that conscious thought and I could remember exactly what it felt like to hit the ball and where my foot was hitting that ball. Gotcha. How did you handle when it went bad, when you had that bad kick? Well, young, early in my career, it was hard, um, you know, because you weighed so much on every time you went out there. And if you had a bad one, I always thought, if I kicked one 30 yards, then the next one needs to go 70, and let's get this average back <laughs> to 50. Yeah, we're all doing math. So, yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. I can, do, I can do math. I can do my average. Just yeah, like me too. But quick all the... punters can. What is it oh. with punters? Like, all There's of you can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So you hit that bad one, you're like, all right, now i got to swing hard. really hard. Then that one's going to probably either be really good or worse than that last one. It's a 50-50 chance there. But uh, after I learned that, you know, if I hit a bad ball, it's not the end of the world. Just go out and make your next one be what it's supposed to be. It doesn't have to be great. It just needs to be what it's supposed to be. Last question. As, as NFL legends, what advice do you have for the next group of legends coming out? So my advice for the legends, guys that are just now leaving the mm -hmm. game, I've been out three years now. And, you know, when you first get done playing, it's tough because you've been known as a football player for a long time. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to figure out what might be next, but there are resources out there. There, right. there are so many different avenues of people that can help you find something you want to do, and uh, whether that might be a job or um, counseling or whatever it is, right. there's resources available. What about you, Pat? I would say there's a lot of money out there to go get, and uh, whenever you leave the NFL, you leave a scheduled lifestyle where you know what's next, you know what's coming, so there can be some question marks, right? There can be a little bit of fear, but everybody has a story. That story in of itself can make you money by talking to people. There's just, there's so many different avenues to hmm. utilize what you've learned in the NFL, what you've learned in a locker room, what you've learned on the football field, and apply it to life. And I think although it might not be as similar as football and as the NFL, there's a lot of things to do and a lot of things to make a lot of money. And I think, I think they should be positive, excited for the future, and be proud of what they accomplished in the past. But it doesn't define them. What they did right. in the past does not define them. The future can be whatever anybody wants it to make. Is there something you say to legends when you see them as, as relates to any advice for guys that have transitioned? Well, I mean, I think almost every one of us that are done, the first thing you miss is the guys, you know, the locker room. Um, and then the game day. That was always kind of that, that locker room on game day, two hours before the game, that's a sacred area. You know, that and was... By the way, did you guys like getting there two hours ahead? Oh, I was there uh, way were you before, before that. Hour. We were four hours before. Yeah. Four oh, yeah. hours? That's I was crazy. I, I, I had to. I don't know why, but for my entire career... I was always like the first one at, there because if I sat in that hotel room, it would eat at me. But when I walked into that locker room, I got comfortable. You were good. Wow. I was good. So I was like, let me just get there. And then that's how it was. But, you know, like, like Pat was saying, we had such a scheduled life. I mean, football now was 24-7, 365 days right. right now. I mean, mentally, you can... I remember times, you know, you go, you have that break between mini camp 
and training camp. Correct. And you'll go on that little vacation, but about three days into it, you're like, all right, I, I got it, you know. Yeah, right. Stop doing some of this other stuff What's and kind of dial it in a little bit here <laughs> and then get ready for camp. But because it was, it was, you know, not that you were always doing something physical, but it was always on your mind. Like, right. hey, I report this day. I got conditioning tests this day. I got this. You know, we start training camp. And, and that's even how the guys are right now. Like, I think the new coach, everybody's back in the building now. But yeah. three weeks ago, those guys were already in their head. Like, Correct. Oh, crap. Yeah, you know, man, that season just ended. We're already about to start this thing back up. But you always had a schedule. Now, when you're done... That, that, that first month is strange, man. It is, you know, and, I, and it, it, you wake up, like for me, I wake up, take the kids to school, come home, be like, what now? <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> what am I going to do uh, today? I enjoy, uh, you know, like I said, coaching my kids, but I also hunt and fish a lot. So I, I stay busy constantly. And uh, I mean, I, I've primed, since, since I was done, I bet you I've had what I would call wasted day, about four of them. Wow. That's it. Do you guys get, so for me, when it's football season, I, I feel that. Not, not anything yeah. that's tangible, but. Yeah, right before, does that make, right? Yeah. yeah, right before Kinda training like, camp. Everything changes for me. I even like. I the, still feel it. Yeah, yeah. the last yeah. couple yeah. of years. Yeah. And like, I feel it even now, because you, you remember you said everybody's back in the building yeah. now, right? They're doing, I feel that. Yeah. You know, even in my training, I'll kind of start, okay, let's. It's very interesting. For me, yeah. the diet. So, like, for me, my <laughs> diet has always been, like, very comfortable, very comfortable. And then when it's time to, like, okay, can't be as fat here in, like, a month and a half. Yeah. Dial it back. Like, it's still, it's carrying right. me the whole way. And then wow. when the football season started last year, when I had already been removed for a year, I was, like, in great shape. And I like, looked in the mirror and I was like, why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you in the shape that you're in right now? It makes no sense, but it's just, I think that type of routine, though, is something that will probably carry for, I think for me, probably the rest of my life, yeah. which is, I'm not scared of, you know? Yeah, I right. think that's Nothing a cool thing. That. I think it's a cool thing, but it is interesting living life without being on an NFL schedule for wow. the first couple of months, for sure. Maybe years. Last question for you, Josh. Mm -hmm. It's, so if, uh, if a legend call you and say, Josh, I'm getting ready to exit, what wisdom you have for me? Well, like I said before, um, it just depends on what you want to do, how long you played, how well you kept up with your money, uh, your family dynamic, all that. Um, but there are resources for everything. Right. No matter what you've done, there are resources for it. And I went to um, uh, New York for NFL Legends yes. uh, resource. It was the first one that they did, uh -huh. and it was fantastic. Just the type of things that the I did. The stuff didn't, that's available. Yeah, I had no idea that things know. that were available. Right. Yeah. So I, I recommend signing up for that, taking advantage of it, finding out what you can do to stay involved with the league, with your team, with your communi community, and go from there. Because there's always something available. I think just like what happened with Shane and what happens with, I assume, a lot of guys, it kind of ends on a bad note, right? So Shane Leckler is the greatest punter of all time. Shane Leckler has not been cut from a team his entire life. He went to a school with 51 human beings there. Right. He was probably the superstar there in high school. College, he was a stud. NFL, he was a third, second what? draft Fifth? Fifth round uh -huh. draft pick. He was a stud in Oakland, made like 45 straight Pro Bowls. And then all of a sudden, he's cut 
right? So this, all of a sudden, he ends with a bad taste in his mouth. When in fact, and I'm learning a lot of this now, sure. the Legends community is here to like kind of re-bring that bridge back and be mm -hmm. like, hey, you did a lot for the NFL, the NFL did a lot for you, let's go ahead and take care of each other. And I think that is uh, a really cool thing that's happening with the Legends wow. community. Well, thank you, Pat, Josh, Shane. Thank you guys thank for taking you. the time. This has been a news. great uh, podcast. Thank you for joining me today. And uh, the best is yet to come. Thank you, guys. Appreciate thank it. Man. Thank you. This has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at NFLLegends at NFL.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.